You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Boston College. This is AJ Black. On today's show, we're going to jump back into the schedule and look at two more games for Boston College football that we're going to preview, which will be Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. We'll look at both of those games and give Boston College's uh, odds of winning those games and look at the pros and cons of both of those teams. Before we kick things off, let me just remind you that today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell you, tell them that Locked On sent you. Now, there were really no news on uh, Monday. Boston College had another practice. There were no video of the um, the press releases or anything about that, about today's practice. I'm not sure if they actually had it or not. Uh, but the big piece uh, that we're going to talk about today, it doesn't have to do with the news since it was a quiet weekend, uh, quiet week in terms of like Boston College news. I wanted to address uh, one of the biggest college football news of the weekend that did impact kind of Boston College because he was a coach of a Boston College uh, foe for a while. And that was the death of Bobby Bowden, who died this weekend at the age of 92. Now, if you were a child of the 90s and sometimes some, some of the 80s, you remember what Bobby Bowden meant to football. This was a guy that won and that brought, uh, you know, a lot of prestige. He brought that swagger to Florida State, right? And, you know, when they took the, the field, when you saw that spear on their helmet, you knew that they were a program that that, that team was going to drop points on you. You know, that was the times of Charlie Ward, Peter Warwick, and some of those really, really good teams back in the 90s. And Bowden was, was a big one. He was a big coach that really defined um, – Florida football, you know, he brought the the um, rivalry back with the Gators, and you know, Boston College only got to play him, I think, six times in the last couple seasons because he retired in two thousand nine, and uh, you they kind of got to see the tail end of Bowden, but you know, the, his his legacy and what he brought to the to college sports can't be denied. Bef- even before he was at Florida State, he was the head coach of West Virginia. And he had uh, that big game uh, against Marshall right after the the tragic plane crash that killed, uh, I believe, almost the entire Marshall team. Now, they had one more game left in that season, Marshall did, and Bowden petitioned the NCAA to allow them to wear M, um, Marshall's jer- jerseys and play their final game for them. But the NCAA said no. Instead, he had his players add green crosses and MU to their helmets. Uh, he later said that he want that Marshall wanted him to be his ne- their next head coach because they were so moved by that choice. But in '76, he ends up at Florida State, and he won two national championships in '93 and '98, nine with 28 consecutive bowl appearances. Um, they were st- um, 14 straight seasons, ending up in the AP poll. You know, he was right there, neck and neck with Joe Paterno as one of the best coaches of all time. And I know Paterno is not on that list anymore, or he may be. I don't even know where that story is anymore. Um, but, you know, lots of different coaches have come out in uh, in memoriam talking about him. Nick Saban, uh, Jimbo Fisher, who took at, over after him. You know, it's, it's a big loss. He was 91 years old, a uh, great coach that really did a lot for the school and and. Put Florida State on the map. Rest in peace, Bobby Bowden, and thank you for uh, really doing a lot for f- uh, college football and really being an ambassador to the sport. 
now, before we hit our break, I wanted to also give – let's switch gears to one other little news piece that I thought was interesting. John Gross, who a lot of people really like for college hockey – I don't know much about him. I just know that college hockey fans really like him – has his very early uh, LFG preseason poll, which is his L – you know, let's go. And his top 16 teams, he has Boston College at number six, second in the Hockey East behind UMass. And uh, just just a thought there, you know, BU is number 10. They also have Providence at 13, and that rounds out the Hockey East for the upcoming season. Um, we'll have to see where Boston College lands uh, for, for for hockey this year. They lost a lot of talent. They're going to really have to rely on some of their depth and some of these transfers they brought in. Uh, but I think that'll be an interesting one to watch. Now, in a moment, we're going to chat about the game against Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech. You're going to want to hear about my thoughts about both of these teams and where I think Boston College lines up well and where I think they could struggle. But before we do that, let's talk about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their play runs to the playoffs use promo code locked on to get 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts Welcome back. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. You can check out my work there. And uh, let me, I haven't, it's been a while since I've plugged this. I want to make sure that you all know about BC Bulletin Premium. It's a dollar for the first month, and you're going to get excellent coverage from everything BC recruiting related, along with extra coverage that you wouldn't get on the website. You only pay a dollar for the first month, and then after that, it's just a cup of coffee for the, for, for each additional month. I believe it's $50 for the year. You get access to my work you get access to my discord channel where you can talk to me directly i talk to a lot of my fans and readers on there about all sorts of stuff you get access to our premium boards si all americans uh scouting reports you get all sorts of goodies i mean it is the best value in college sports all you need to do is go to bcbulletin.com and hit that subscribe button and check it out and if you do head on over to twitter and at me on twitter because i love to send out rick flair gifs all the time when i get new subscribers i've been bad about it recently but if i get one and you send it to me i'll rick i'll rick flair you a woo from all the way in boston but we're gonna talk now we're you know we're talking about the upcoming season and an interesting stretch we talked about louisville and syracuse last week now we're going to talk about virginia tech and georgia tech so two coastal games in a row now we're going to start off by talking about virginia tech and this is a game that jeff halfley has to have scheduled on his calendar for a couple different reasons first of all the game is the red bandana game i believe it's been announced already i think there's been some leaks online that have shown that this is a friday night game it's going to be a red bandana game and in terms of having a game if you're in the boat where you want the red bandana game to happen um against a marquee opponent virginia tech's about as good as it's going to get um, you know, they're always a, a good school and we, I don't think we've played them in, on a um, red bandana game. So it's a Friday night game. It's ESPN two. And this is also, so that's obviously a game of importance for Halfley, but it's also a, a piece for him because he's going to want to get some measure of revenge for last year where BC got smoked by Virginia tech. 40 to 14 in Blacksburg. This is a game where Virginia Tech, I, ran, I believe, ran for something around 400 yards. Hendon Hooker and Khalil Herbert and Rakim Black, uh, Blackshear, 
just absolutely shredded BC's defense. This was the first time that we saw BC's defense just look absolutely um, out of their league. Uh, Virginia Tech looked fast. They ran a lot of option plays and, you know, draws that just BC's team was not fast enough. But you turn the page now and everything has changed for Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech 2020 was a roller coaster year for them. And I've talked about how down of a year it was for the program. Justin Fuente, their head coach, had a tough year last year where they finished five and six. But, you know, you can look at bad losses and you can look at, you know, they lost to Wake Forest. They lost badly to um, Pitt. They did not look in the same class as Clemson. So they played some good teams. They almost beat Miami. But, you know, the the issues come with the coaching. And I'm not going to get into all the Virginia Tech fans and what they think of, of Fuente. And I know a lot of them are not big fans of his style. But look back to that Liberty game. Liberty, a, a team that, you know, was good last year, comes in and, be, and what ends up happening at the end of the game, Liberty goes for a 59-yard field goal. And it looks, the guy misses by a mile. And Virginia Tech's, uh, one of their, um, I think it was Jermaine Waller, returns at 59 yards for a touchdown that looks like it's going to be a stunning win for Virginia Tech. But Fuente had called a timeout. And he insists that it was uh, to get the field goal block team organized. But for anyone watching, it really did look like he was doing it to try to ice a kicker on a 59-yard field goal attempt. What ends up happening from there? Virginia uh, uh, Liberty gets the ball. They complete it uh, to move it to the 33-yard line, and with five seconds left, Virginia Tech goes to prevent defense for some reason, and Virginia Tech and and Liberty wins on a 51-yard uh, field goal after they just moved the moved the ball down the field. Total loss on Justin Fuente, and one of those moments where you just see a coaching career go down. Now, that being said, we have to look at Virginia Tech and you have to see what they have returning this year. Now, they lost Herbert. They lost Hendon Hooker is with Tennessee. They lost a ton of their talent. Now, what are they going to be bringing back this year? What is a name that you want to watch for? The quarterback you're going to want to watch for is Bracton Burmeister, who is a fast, speedy, smart quarterback. But is he going to be enough to win games for Virginia Tech? Now, they have talent all over the field again, and they're they're right there. I mean, people are believing this team can turn it around this year. So this is a perfect game for Boston College to show their moxie. This is, you know, we had NC State as a 50-50 game. You have to mark this one down as well because, you know, Virginia Tech will be able to do things against BC's defense. They're going to have some of those weapons. You know, Blackshear is back. They're going to have some of those weapons out front where they can make moves against BC and hopefully get points, you know, from their end. You know, if you got a speedy quarterback, that's going to be tough for, for Boston College to stop. But you have to, you know, it's one of the trappings of predicting games this far out is that, as I've said this before, is that sometimes you miss on something big. Like something could happen between now and then that completely changes the the course of the season. And one of the things I've predicted all along is that this is the year Justin Fuente gets fired. And so this is later in the season. This is around the time where those wheels could have come off already, or this could be the game where it comes off. So my prediction is that this season's going to go poorly for Virginia Tech. I think they're going to have a new coach in 2021, uh, 2022, excuse me. And my thought is this is going to be a game for Boston College where they can get the Hokies, they get them at home, they get them during the Red Bandana game. Boom, 
you got to win right there. So I'm going to pick Boston College. I'm not. I, I I cannot in my right mind put them as a heavy favorite, but I'm going to put them at like 55% favorite in this game. Again, it's another coin flip, and you know Halfley he's been very good at those, but this will be a game that'll really test where they've gone and where they've come on defense, and we'll have to see where they go from there. Now, in a moment, we'll chat about Georgia Tech. The Yellow Jackets, a team Boston College played twice, and weirdly enough, they're going to play twice in two seasons. But before we do that, let's chat a little bit about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business that has been serving auto parts customers for 20 years online. Why go to another store where you'd be spending 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts when you can head over to rockauto.com and save? The prices are reliably low for every customer and they have everything. All you need to do is put your make and model, boom, and they're easy to, to look for a catalog and they'll find everything they have, whether it's brake parts, tail lamps, motor oils, or even new carpet. And if you go over to use the website today and use uh, right in, locked in, on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Again, right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We're, we're previewing Boston College's season upcoming, and we're looking at some of the previews of games that they're going to play. And we're up to the Georgia Tech game now. Now, Georgia Tech last year was a team that Boston College, I feel, beat pretty handily. They, they, they beat them 48-27 in a game where, you know, Georgia Tech kind of hung around a little bit, but it never felt very close. And Jeff Sims, their quarterback, really never got into it. You know, they're getting more with Jeff Collins. This is now his third or fourth year with with the Yellow Jackets. They're getting more and more of his guys into their system. And they're they're starting to find their 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 comfort zone in the ACC. And there's a reason I last week when I was on Locked on ACC cheap plug with Candace Cooper, I went into my podcast. She asked me to think about what team could be a surprise team in the ACC and I I have to take off my maroon and gold sunglasses sometimes, and I was going to say Georgia Tech because that was an interesting one. I ended up saying Florida State, um, but there was a reason why I thought Georgia Tech could do that. They they have some real talent there. Jameer Gibbs is possibly, he could turn into one of the best running backs in the ACC. And with Jeff Sims there, that's two players you can build a winning program around. You obviously need talent everywhere else, but... I like Sims. I think he's a good quarterback, and I saw flashes of what he could do last year. Um, you know, he ended up like a fre- pretty much playing like a freshman, but I, you know, I, I think he's a guy that I could see developing, and I think Jeff Collins is the right coach to develop him. And he's just like Fuente; he's a coach that I, I hear a lot of Georgia Tech people are not big fans of. Um, he's kind of got that gruff Adazio attitude with with the fans and the media, and that kind of rubs off. But you know. Last year, they, they were able to put up 46 against Louisville, 56 against Duke. Um, you know, they've, uh, they had those moments where they were able to score. However, the defense is going to have to take a big step up. This was a big issue for Georgia Tech last year. And their linebacking core, you know, you talk about Boston College having issues. I was talking to Mitch Wolf the other day, my staff writer, and he was saying that Georgia Tech's linebacking group is even worse. Now, this is a group that led up 37 points a game last year. And um, I don't see them getting better there. So in terms of matchups, this could be a blo- this could be a shootout. This could really be a shootout because if Sims takes that step up for Georgia Tech and Gibbs gives him a weapon and can score, and we saw him, they both look good at times against Boston College, 
you know, if BC's defense isn't up to snuff or if they're sleeping that week, they can score some points. But I, I, I mean, BC put up quite a few points against Georgia Tech last year. They could do the exact same thing this year or even worse. So when I look at this matchup, I, I like Boston College's chances. This is more of a, uh, this is more of than a 50-50 shot for BC. I think this is a game where Dracovic and Zay Flowers are going to be able to put up big numbers. And some of those other targets are going to have big games against this Georgia Tech defense. Um, and that's not a shot at Georgia Tech. I think just they're just not there yet, right? So where do I put their win percentage at this point? I got to put BC at like a 70% win percentage. I, this is a game right now Boston College has to be favored in. Like if, if Vegas set odds, and sometimes they put them out way in advance. If you can get Boston College like close to even, then you should take it. But... Um, I, I, I have BC winning this probably by 14 to 17 points. I think they're just a much better program right now. And, I, you know, like I said with Fuente, I, I think Fuente will be gone. I'm really interested to see where Jeff Collins goes because just like Dino, this is a conference where there's a lot of coaches that are starting uh, the season off with a lot of question marks. And Collins is another one. You know, he went 3-7 and seven last year. The year before, they went 3-9. Um, and nine. So they're not... They haven't been able to turn around. You put another three-win season in. I don't care if you're Georgia Tech or Georgia. You know you're you're starting to look at maybe moving on from this. So he's got to show some progress and show that his team is ready to battle uh, some teams like Boston College. So this is a big year for him. And will they be the team that can kind of turn things around too in the coastal and, and cause some noise? I think that's a big question mark, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. They're going to be a fun team to watch and a team that could really uh, surprise some people. Now, we only have, we're, we've almost plowed through the, this is the great part of having a daily podcast. I mean, I'm, I'm going through all these games. I'm going through, you know, game by game and giving you analysis on each one and just a brief preview. I'm not going to give you everything uh, right off the bat because we'll, we'll get some of the experts in as we get closer to the season. Uh, but we only have two more games left. And then we can talk about the ACC championship. If you really think they're going to go that far. So we have my AJ's prediction, win against Colgate, win against UMass, win against Temple, win against Missouri, loss against Clemson. I believe I said win against NC state loss against Louisville, Win against Syracuse, win against Georgia Tech, win against Virginia Tech. So there's only two more games left. Who's going to be the third loss for Boston College? I'll have to wait and hear who I pick. Uh, We'll do that again probably tomorrow um, if there is uh, more media coverage for tomorrow. As I've said, some people have been asking me, and, uh, you know, what are we seeing at practice? So I have, as I said yesterday, I haven't been able to go to practice yet. Just so you know, like, BC's media coverage for practices is really small. You get 25 minutes of, of practice time in which they could be taking water breaks. They could be doing anything, right? So I'm going to try to get to some, but even if I could, there's not going to be much I'm going to be able to see. It's it's weird. You know, Boston College is a, as a, as a, um, a system that, that 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 they picked, and I'm not I'm not judging it. That's what they want to do. Uh, but it's different than you know, like Louisville. I was talking to his guy. They do it all day long. You can go f- watch a practice for you know five hours some days or whatever they have. You know, three hours. Um, but Boston College is a little different, and that's okay. So um, I I really don't feel like I'm honestly missing much because what am I going to get in 25 minutes? I'm not going to be able to tell you you know much about that. But I will get. I promise you, I will get to some practices. And I am I have I am gunning to go to media day. So hopefully I'll be there too to give you interviews. And and all sorts of good stuff there too. So hopefully you stick up, stick around and check out all of my work there. Now, make sure uh, two things. 
If you like our podcast, check us out on YouTube. I'm going to have special um, episodes on there. If I, when, I, when Media Day happens, hopefully I can get to it. Um, I'm going to do some special interviews with some players and coaches, hopefully, where I can get some interviews up there on the site. So that'll be special. It's not going to be on the podcast, but it'll be only for YouTube listeners. So if you go to YouTube, just hit subscribe. I'm not going to spam you. It's not going to do a million bad things. Just hit the subscribe button. That'll check that out. Also, make sure to join Maroon and Gold Forums and comment on it. It's a, it's a message board. It's great that you, I've seen so many of you sign up for it. I want to hear your voice. Uh, go over to the introduction po- post say hello, say, you know, there's a million different things. I'd love to hear what you have to say about Boston College's season, some of the news coming up, um, and sign up on there. It's free. It's, it's a lot of fun, too, so check that out. Uh, this is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of BC Bolton. I'm also the host of Lockdown Boston College. We're heading into, uh, I'm almost up to 200 episodes. This is crazy. Um, we'll be back to, again tomorrow for another show, and I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you have a terrific Tuesday. Take care, everyone.